Hello, hello. Hello, Trish. Hi. All right. You guys, we're so excited because we are going to start um, a new series of podcasts today. Yep. We know that with our last podcast, the Tara Grinstead, that we said that our next thing was going to be series. Con- a series of con artists. Yeah. Right. But we actually came across this story and we said, uh, no. We have to stop everything. Yeah, we're stopping and everything. do this immediately. Yeah. So this next series of podcasts is actually going to be 911 dispatching. Mm-hmm. Yep. We came across this story that's close to home. So close to yeah. home. Where um, Brienne and Kaylee Lansley, they are in Utah. This happened in 2015. October. In October. And um, their sisters, yeah, their sisters who lived together, mm-hmm. who were attacked, stabbed, dialed 911 four times, and never got sent help. So it was very close to home for us because we're dispatchers there. and we're sisters. Mm-hmm. Trish and I are way close, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, we sound the same. People have written us, told you, <laughs> telling us that can't tell us we what? are the same person. <laughs> yes, it's, I swear there's two of us here. Um, sometimes we can't even tell our voices yeah, apart. It's a um, little crazy. Trisha is seven years older than me. Yes, he's really been close. close I mean, yeah. when I was little, no, yeah. But then after that, high school, high school is we when, yeah, close. when you were in high school, yep. we started becoming close. So one thing that we have always done is we put ourselves in that situation. Yes. So when we we're very hear, empathic, mm-hmm. very empathic. When yeah. we hear, which is something that you learn not to do being yes. a dispatcher, which right. is so weird. And I think that's so why you strange. struggled. Yes, I think that's not, why. I not that you struggled, no. but why you no. wanted to leave so yeah. soon and I stayed for my entire <laughs> yeah. life. And it caused all sorts of medical problems and all sorts of mm-hmm. craziness to her life. So I'm so glad she did finally get out of it. Yeah. So let's tell the story of what actually happened to these girls. Yes. Uh, we are planning on um, putting in some clips. Yeah. We'll put in the 911 call for you to judge yourselves. We've listened to it several times Mm. just a little while ago. And let me tell you, I'm Mm red-faced. I've cried several times. Anna has to. What? Hello? What do you want? Hello? You're listening to the frantic pleas for help as two sisters desperately try to fight off a home intruder. I knew from her screams, it was only like a couple screams that I heard, but from the tone of them, I knew it was something terrible. The sisters had just said goodnight to each other around midnight when 27-year-old Bree says she heard a strange sound in her dark bedroom. I thought I heard something outside of my window, but I wasn't really sure. And just a few minutes later, I heard someone say, hey girl, I'm coming in. And it was then my window opened all the way And a man came in my window. Gives me chills. Chills. Yeah. So she jumps off of her bed to go and shut the window Mm -hmm. because probably her first thought is, no, the hell you're not. Yeah, of course. Get the hell out of here or whatever. But he just climbs in. He climbs in the window 
and uh, says, cooperate with Oh, me. yeah, cooperate. And she yes. says, I will not cooperate. Because yes. at this point, she doesn't know if he's going to rape right? her. Exactly. She's like, F yeah. you, yeah. I'm going to fight for mm-hmm. my life. And just so you know, you're not going to get what you came for, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. So they're screaming upstairs, and the little sister, Kaylee, she's downstairs. And they're not little. I mean, they're probably at least... 20s, 20s in their 20s yeah. for sure but they're just so tiny yeah so yeah so she comes up and in one of the interviews the younger sister says uh, she doesn't remember anything she just all of a sudden was in the middle of it yeah. because of course mm-hmm. so first of all too i wanted to mention this man is six foot two or three Huge. And 200 and something Jesus pounds. Jesus Christ. And these girls yes. are maybe 100, maybe Ten. 120 at the yeah. max. Oh, at the max. Exactly. They're so, so teeny of teeny, girls. Teeny, tiny. And, and they look about 5'4", five, 5'3". Five, yeah. Something yep. like that. Yeah. They, Definitely they might be. this man is huge. huge. Yes. Yes. And um, she did say that after she said, I will not cooperate, that he did immediately start punching, punching her. her. I can't believe. I know. I can't like even full believe. Full on decking, yeah, decking these her. girls. And she said that she was punching him as well. Yeah. That the other sister Which was punching and doing anything that they can, basically. Because imagine your sister, you hear a weird scuffle going on. Right. There's not supposed to be anyone but your sister in the house. Right. You run because you hear frantic panic. Mm-hmm. So you run your ass over to the room, mm-hmm. see a weird shape, huge yeah. body. Definitely. On your sister. <gasps> Obviously your sister's struggling back. So there's a struggle. You immediately jump in. I yes. would. Oh yeah. No doubt in my mind. Immediately. I mean, I we're str- fighters yeah. too. Yeah. We are very strong and. Yeah. Adrenaline would kick in. For for sure. sure. I think that's the only thing that kept her conscious. So she does call 911. So, but it's not like the phone is in her hand up to her ear because, of course, she's scuffling with this, you know, assailant that she was able to get to her phone and dial the numbers. But by the time that it connects to 911, she has um, dropped the yeah, phone. The or... phone is just basically in the room somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So also before this even happens, before he even gets in down this same street. Oh yes. Yes. A woman calls 911 mm-hmm. and says a man just came in my home mm-hmm. and my husband through the kitchen window. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my husband chased him out and had to fight him off as well yes so yes. this happens first mm-hmm. so 911 this lady is calm right because yeah Cause i mean the guy calmer is than gone someone yes. screaming yes. but i need someone to come mm-hmm. here he was going to who knows burglarize us or whatever right so dispatchers talk to her and are dispatching someone out. Yeah, to that residence, right. which is very close. Down the road. Down right. the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even tried to break into a different home a few doors down on the very same block. Yeah, I just had someone break into my house. They tell me yeah, no, no. He just broke through my kitchen window. When did this happen? How many minutes ago? Uh, two minutes ago. 
Like, I just grabbed my phone and my husband was fighting him out the window. What is the address of the emergency? I remember thinking, okay, all I need to do is to call 911 because if I call 911, they just need to know our address, they'll send help. Ma'am, I can't understand you when you're yelling. You can hear that we're literally fighting for our lives. That 911 tape is ridiculous. It's chilling to me. And every time I listen to it, I actually cry because dispatching is hard. Anyone will tell you. And it's just chilling. My sister and I, we didn't have to work for Salt Lake City Police, so we didn't go through police dispatch and or priority dispatch, which is the place that's getting sued. But in my ear, I hear that address mm-hmm. and I hear her screaming it. That address. Three times. Yes. I hear that. Yeah. In my training, and I am sure in yours, no matter what my training says, that is a person screaming that their sister right, is, is being, being stabbed. stabbed. So oh. the struggle happens. There's a lot of fighting. The 911 call, they call four times, mm-hmm. four times to dispatch and no one. No one. No officers are dispatched. Um, one of them gets completely pushed or she says probably kicked. kicked in the chest down the stairs because her head goes through what did you say two, two of sheetrock yes. so at the bottom of the stairs they show a picture of it and you can see clear through to the next room yeah. so it obviously yes. hit so hard that it went through right. both sides of the sheetrock and then the other sister is With this guy basically beating her, hitting her in the face, punching her, whatever, he has a knife. He has a knife, yes. And starts stabbing the one sister. Right. Um, I don't know exactly. I think they did say that the sister who's being stabbed tells her to go. Yeah. Or somehow they decide for the other sister, the little sister, to run out Outside. the door to try to get help because they have called so many times. And still no one's coming. And right. this guy now is stabbing several right. times Right, this sister. He's on top yep. of her. Brianne, yeah. And um, so Kaylee runs outside screaming, screaming, screaming. She's screaming. Help He's me. stabbing yes. her. Help. He's we need stabbing. help. My sister, exactly. So they do, what, did we watch a thing or listen to a um, tape of like a neighbor who's calling and saying, there is a lady outside and she is screaming Screaming bloody bloody murder. murder. She is screaming, screaming. They're like, okay, did you hear what she's screaming? And she says, she's screaming right now. And then mm-hmm. does she hear? She's screaming, help me. Help me. That's and right. we were both thinking that same thing. <laughs> That's the last time I'm going to see my sister. Kaylee makes a heart-wrenching decision to leave the house and ask for help. Her terrifying screams awakening neighbors. There is someone outside of my apartment screaming, like bloody murder. She's screaming for help. Here, let me see. As loud as she can. Did you hear anything that was said or just the woman screaming? Just. She was screaming, and she was screaming, help me. She's still screaming. Okay. 
I can hear it. She's still screaming. And then I saw a few people come out of their houses into the streets, and that's when I started saying, he's stabbing my sister, he's stabbing my sister, he's going to kill her. Salt Lake City Police Officer Ben Hone had been on the streets responding to another report of a burglary. He rushed into the Lastly's home after hearing Kaylee's cries for help. And I just remember looking at the officer's eyes and saying, officer, he's going to kill me. He shined the light on the, the suspect and said, Salt Lake City Police Department, Drop the knife. Drop the knife. He had a knife to her throat. Yeah. On that, the police officer came in, shined a light, and said, drop the knife. Yeah. yeah. So um, most police officers on their uh, duty weapon, they do have a light, oh, a they flashlight. Do? Uh -huh. nice. So okay. when your finger goes near that oh. um, trigger, the light will come on, or you can use it without putting okay. your hand on the trigger. You just have to push it. Okay. Um, so what I'm picturing in my mind mm -hmm. with knowing law enforcement is that he hears screams. He gets over there, runs in, points his weapon. It has the light that's shining on this man who's ginormous on this right. tiny little girl. Yes. And he's heard her say, he's stabbing me. Mm -hmm. He has a knife. Right. And he's going to kill he's me. He's going to kill me. That's exactly what she did say. So he does tell him to drop the knife. He says, Salt Lake City PD. Right. Yep. Drop the knife. And he doesn't. So he shoots him. He shoots him. Yeah. Um, he does... Die. One male. <laughs> Do feel so? I feel for her because I mean, of course, the situation and everything. Um, he was like basically face to face with her mm -hmm. when he got shot, and I can't even imagine. This is four years later now, yeah. right? Yes. Well, fifteen, two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Four yeah. years. Four years later, and I'm sure that the. The trauma that you have to go through every single day. So I read or listened to something that said that she could not sleep for for such a very long time because she's so traumatized. So she because slept I'm during sure the day. Every yeah. time you close your eyes, yeah, you are picturing that person, the whole thing, the whole and thing. Then you get to picture him mm -hmm. getting shot to death on top of you. Oh my gosh, I know. And you know this. The weird thing is, is we watched something that was filmed in 2015, right mm -hmm. after it happened. Yes, and something now. I think. Well, hold on a second. So the reason this is brought back to light, yes, and the reason that we're hearing about it four years later is I do remember when this came out and I heard the story of this okay. four years ago. I remember seeing the girls on the on the news and okay. everything. Um, they have a great Instagram. Um, they're like dedicated to helping other people nice. with oh my this gosh, right that's and awesome. um and then when it came back around what last week um the reason is because they are suing yes the system mm -hmm. the 911 system which is the pro QA because it is faulty it yes. is not because they probably dove into what is the reason yeah okay because of what i read is that of course when 
they're saved by this police officer. They don't know that he wasn't actually dispatched yeah, to their home. No. And so when they find out, I'm sure psychologically, oh, yeah. they're that like, that is so, that's going to mess you up. I called 911 right. four times. I screamed yeah. for my life yep. and my sister's life. Exactly. I said she was being stabbed and no yeah. one was no ever one. sent. Yeah. So, I mean, ugh. and you know what is so funny too to me? Um, it's not like these, it's not like they are trying to get rich quick kind of a thing. No. They are honestly trying to help other people. And bring awareness. Right. Because she's only suing for like $300,000. That's when nothing. they could get so yeah, much that's more. nothing. I mean, it is, it is beyond me. I can't believe that that ever happened to them. And I hope that huge changes come. Yeah. And you know what I do think is kind of strange is there is no explanation to why there isn't that to me, I read it and there's not nothing that says, oh, well, here are the good reasons. There is no reason. There's no reason except for it sounds to me like, and this is my opinion, it sounds to me like they don't think they should fire her or whoever took these calls they don't think that there they, was gross negligence or something right right okay so that that's fine and um you know maybe extra training reprimanding that's right. that's fine right but explain yourself uh-huh because something. i hear yeah. that and being a 911 dispatcher yeah. it shakes me to the core yeah it does it does and it makes me pissed. It does. And I think yeah. that's why we get so emotional yeah. about it. It's is because yeah. I for sure 100%, yeah. that's what I'm there for. That's what I was on this earth yeah. for is to, to help send someone. help mm-hmm. when people need, need it. Help. When they are in a life-threatening situation, mm-hmm. me as a dispatcher, that was my one yeah. job. It so was crazy. to hear screaming yeah. for help. Mm-hmm. And to and get to someone there as someone. fast as exactly. I could. I think that's why it does hit home so much to us. Because when we hear their screams and we hear the address and we know that nothing was done. Nobody was dispatched yeah. on that. I because, okay, wait. here's what I'm thinking. Because there was down the street a burglary. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that maybe this girl or these, if it wasn't the same girl who took all, four all calls, of the yeah. four calls, if they maybe um, looked up the address and saw, oh, There's someone's already, already on there. their way. Mm-hmm. But no. Oh, yeah. Did you it not add not notes even, to yeah. that call saying... It, I mean, I, just I don't understand. know. It's so weird because knowing to be how our system was and knowing that you could pull up that call and look in the comments and everything and see, oh, these are totally two different calls. You you would have to make that determination. You would have to. I we mean, would hope. Experience. That's, right. That's exactly. what it is. And that's yeah. the thing about dispatchers right yeah. now is yep. the good ones – the ones that have the raw right. experience. Exactly. Yeah. 
it, they have they're nothing leaving. in place to keep those people no. who, like you, say we're put on this earth to help people. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that you want behind the scenes, man. But the ones that are answering your calls, the ones that are dispatching to the officers, and those are the ones that are leaving because you just can't stand. Like there's got to be something else put in place. And I totally think that next um, podcast, I'll let you know, I've been reading up on a bill that's trying to be passed for 911 dispatchers to be considered just the same as first responders, right? Because we don't, the 911 dispatchers do not have the same benefits or anything. And I'm not saying we're exactly the same as police officers. We're pretty damn close. Exactly. I mean, we're not taking Mm -hmm. fire, but we're definitely suffering from emotional abuse. dispatchers are considered an administrative position. Yeah, like like a secretary. Yeah, like 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 a goddamn secretary secretary receptionist. You're telling me that she's doing the same fucking job (laughs) as me? I don't think so. Let's bring her in. Yep, Uh -uh. yep, yep. And it's so weird because, I mean, just like they say that police officers have to, you know, leave that at their job and try not to bring it home to their family and that, that kind of thing. That's the same thing. Yeah. That's the same thing. You're bringing that stuff home with you. Even if you can't help it, even if you can't. Oh yeah. Um, there were chases that I would go through and everything like that. And I would get home. I would immediately turn on the news to try to see what they were saying or to try to see some sort of outcome. Right. right, exactly. Let's go to what we would do because we both worked for Salt Lake County Sheriff's Office, mm-hmm. which turned into Unified Police Department, right? Yes. Yep. In our jobs, immediately I would have put in that address that there was screaming, mm-hmm. that there was a girl saying this, blah, 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 bam, someone would have gone. So if I'm if I'm thinking of it, as a brand new dispatcher okay. because that's what I'm thinking Yes, is me too. this boils down to inexperience yep, because mm-hmm. being a first dispatcher and having those nerves and not knowing – it is like hearing a foreign language. When someone's right. screaming oh, yeah. gibberish, you're true. used to hearing clear speech, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So screaming gibberish um, – not knowing your addresses very well. Yeah. Street yes. names sound the same. They do. Or they like, sound, they, you can't tell what they yeah. sound like. Exactly. Floral and laurel. Right. They sound the same. Yep. Yes. Um, I'm thinking maybe this person is new on call taking, right? Okay. Because we didn't separate that. That's we didn't right. have enough people to yeah. do that. I yeah, don't we know never if did. does. Yeah. But we would be dispatching police officers and we would get the calls mm-hmm. at, at the, the same, same time. time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if city had the call takers. That's what you do when you're very brand new, yeah, right? Is so, you take the calls and you put in the information and stuff like that. And like, don't you think from all that we've read and everything seems like that me they have like a very strict protocol of what yeah, happens. No, this from- is why I quit. This yeah. is one of the re- one of the reasons I yeah. quit 
because they were about to implement this pro-QA system Mm -hmm. to us. Okay. And we, me, for 14 years, had had the right Mm -hmm. as a 911 dispatcher to pick up that 911 call, hear someone screaming for help, Mm -hmm. screaming out an address, and I could make my own discretion. If I'm hearing screaming, that's a fucking emergency. Exactly. And that is one of the quotes from that that person, Brianne Lasley, states Dispatchers should be able to act on intuition, and when they hear an address, help needs to be sent immediately. 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 I mean, we... Okay. So, going back to me personally as a dispatcher, I did receive calls like that where it's a domestic situation or Mm -hmm. whatever it may be, and that phone is not in their hand. It is on the floor at this point. Yes. Or whatever it is, and and you put on your dispatch ear, and that's what they call it. Yep. And you listen. You mm-hmm. listen for any goddamn thing. Yep. So this Pro QA system is a system that comes onto the computer, and it is supposed to help you pr- through the process of a nine one one. But this is, is it so something stupid. where you can't go to the next thing? You. Until you can answer, you cannot click forward. Okay. You and that is ridiculous. You will get written up and possibly lose your job if you do not follow these questions verbatim. Oh my goodness! And the, in no situation, especially nine one one calls, mm-hmm. are they the same? No, they never, are not ever never, the same. Call. Never, there they is can not, be two burglaries, yes. not the same. No. Two stabbings, not the same. Bank robberies, exactly. not the same. But these are questions that you have to ask. And I mean, these dispatchers know that they will get fired if they don't follow this. So they would even do it to police officers. We would transfer a police officer over to their non-emergency line and say, hey, this is our officer. He needs to speak with one of your officers or he needs to see if this caller called you. You're kidding me. They would go through and ask our officers, what is your name? Are you near the person? Are you near the body? Oh, you're Are you close to the emergency? And the officer's like, what? Dude, I'm I'm an officer. I'm why stop asking asking me these questions. They couldn't. Yeah, because they were so afraid to get fired. Fired. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. (laughs) And they do instill in dispatch training that you you can get sued. You can get sued right. personally. Yes. You can get sued yeah. by the company. They do. They do. They do say. They say negligence. You can go to jail if yeah. you don't. Yep. You they know. even say like if you don't show up for a shift that you're supposed to show up for. If you're, I mean, they they yeah, they drill drive it home it into yes. your brain. Yes, they drill it into your brain. Yeah, and that you could be held liable. So listening to the dispatch tapes on here, mm-hmm. um, you can tell that um, she's going off that pro QA system, right? Okay. She really wants to know that address, and she doesn't want to move past right. that. And she maybe she cannot. Yeah. If you're right. fighting right. for your fucking life. Right. 
Right. Your phone falls to the ground. You can see that it's still going. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can even hear the dispatcher saying hello. Yeah, exactly. She did. In fact, one of the things that I read or, or watched said that she did know it had connected. That's why she's, she's screaming, screaming the address. Us. She's screaming the address. I do, it just to me the reason why for some reason it makes me so emotional is because when you are a normal citizen, you expect for sure that when you dial nine one one, that you're person going that to you're be connected to exactly, which would be us. Yeah. Has your best interests. And they are helping you. Yes, exactly. They, the, the community thinks that when they dial 911, they are actually getting an officer. Some people think that still. Or that they're getting right someone who types it in right. immediately, immediately and is sending officers right. keeping you on the line. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah. That's what we did yes. when we dispatched. Exactly. Exactly. But this pro-QA system bullshit. Yeah, I cannot believe it. So what I did read is that um, the mayor, the Salt Lake City mayor right now says that they um, have stopped using that system one month ago for police, but they do still use that system for fire and medical right now. So they do use pro or priority dispatch. Yeah. For fire and medical, which kind of makes sense. I was going to say in a way, because when it's a medical situation, go through and ask or whatever and different cards that you have to go to to be able to, Mm -hmm. okay, now you're going to take them, lay them on the mm -hmm. ground, start CPR. And it walks you through those so that you can walk them through that. Right. And I get that, but there should still be an element of your own discretion you should be able to do that i mean what do they train you for all those years and all that stuff for if they can must i mean it's funny because like when i worked in dispatch i did think whoa these procedures are so weird or this is kind of a weird atmosphere because if you're a call taker because there were some times where we had call takers and dispatchers on the radio and if something happens that you think is of the utmost importance you stand up and you freaking yell to the other person yes right for sure yeah that's why it's crucial it's Mm -hmm. crucial and maybe they're thinking like well for the future we need to improve this system like this and right. we need to have this i don't think it can be no. a computerized system no way. it needs to be a human response system 100% Sorry. and yes we were short staffed and we probably would benefit from having call taker separate from radio dispatching but they need to be in the same room they do they do because sometimes the urgency is not um conveyed through a computer no it needs to be conveyed through a person hey you need to get them there you need to tell them this is happening right you need to tell them that if i'm on the radio and i see someone who i know is a calm person like trisha right jump out of her chair (laughs) and say Shit's going down. Right, exactly. Get Someone's there. screaming right. that my sister's being stabbed. Mm-hmm. Me on the radio, mm-hmm. that is my number one thing. Yep. And I'm getting yep. on the radio and I'm saying, 
I need an officer to respond to this. Yeah. Uh, I need a back. Yeah. I need yeah, the something address that they on. could hear, even if it wasn't the exact address, right. was 853 Roberta. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I'm and serious. And you yeah. put it out there. Yep. You get officers at least in. Because what ended up happening mm-hmm. from it? Huge changes. He, uh, he had been to jail before. Oh, yes. Um, just he had just got, got out, out, right? Yeah. Six days and prior. he seems to be mentally unstable oh, for sure. Yes. And also possibly on drugs. I would like to know if he was on yeah. drugs or I what know. in the height. No. Yes, I do not know. But that is scary. I mean, like Anna was saying, that's one of her, her very, like, Biggest fears, yes, is someone at my window, yes, at her window because so it weird. sounds like a freaking Nightmare. movie, yes. And it's no, if that was your reality, no, thank you. I mean, oh these girls are so strong, and yes, thank so god brave. they oh. said that, but right before the officer shot and killed him, she said if it had been a nanosecond longer that yes. she really truly believes that her sister would have would died have been dead because of the knife. And I think that it was placed at her neck throat. and she does say her throat. Yeah. She does say to the officer that he's going to kill her. I mean, I just can't even believe it. Yeah. It's terrible, terrible, but though, I mean, Thank goodness that they have enough smarts Wits and about. strength mm-hmm. to say, hey, we need to make a change. And so that this doesn't exactly, happen to someone else. Exactly. Who calls into 911 yep. and has to answer these questions mm-hmm. that don't pertain to yeah. the situation that's going on. Yeah. It's already hard enough. It is. As a 911 dispatcher. Exactly. And, and when to we not have there, the ability? Yeah. When we what? were there, that was my whole thing is mm-hmm. basically – I could do the yes. assessing of the situation. Exactly. Of course, when I first take the call, I want it. I want your address. Yeah, I mean, I there are certain protocols that you follow, right. but not a system that won't let you go forward Past, yeah. and won't let you dispatch out help until that the computer tells me right. to. That is uh, no. ridiculous. No, exactly. No, just like we said before, it's it's got to be human. It's and after screaming, you hear someone obviously speaking to someone saying, I'll give you what you want. What do you want? What do you yeah, want? Exactly. So you as a dispatcher, you know, someone's you there. think, yeah. Oh shit. Yep. Someone, they just called 911. Mm-hmm. They're not talking to me. Yeah. So let me listen in exactly. carefully on exactly. what she's saying mm-hmm. because I've heard before in cars, People who are kidnapped or whatever right. being held against their will will call 911. Right. And they will allow it to just play in the background well, and, and hope that you pick your up responsibility. On the exactly. It is. I mean, that's what most people in a situation where they cannot speak to you in their head, the victim is thinking, I've dialed 911, they're they assessing the situation. Listen. They're listening to what's going on and they're going to help me. Yes. So this priority dispatch. I left there in 2017. Okay. And I know that they were like getting ready to put it in place. And I just remember thinking, no way. Yeah. That's not. That's not going to work. It's like inhumane basically. Exactly. It's not human nature to follow this script. 
moment mm-hmm. when it's 911. I am used to being able to ask the questions that I know right. my officers want to hear. It's like human hear. to human contact. Yes. Human to and human. And they're relying on me because they called 911 for right. whatever situation. Yeah. If if they have decided for whatever reason to put the phone down and have me listen, I'm going to listen. Exactly. If they are screaming an address at me, I'm going to do my goddamn best exactly. to hear what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And even if I put in a different street than Roberta. Yes. I'm going to say, I don't know. But I think that's this it. is close. I mean, when go we, check it out. We had Google Maps. We yep. had Google. We could look up on the internet and mm-hmm. be like, it sounds like. Yes. Or, yes. you know. Yes. Even tell that that's dispatcher part of your job. Who's dispatching that one area. Yeah. She's usually going to know more. Exactly. So, about the streets that are in that area, mm-hmm. what they're named, what they're this going is on, what, what her officers are or, doing. I mean, Seriously, like in our experience, if you, if you don't know, ask someone who's sitting next mm-hmm. to you. Absolutely. Let them listen to the call. Yeah. What do you think that they're saying? I mean, so many things needed to be done. And thank Definitely. goodness that these girls are alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were so thankful for Salt Lake City PD. They were. Um, they were in one of the interviews right after it happened in, in 2015. They were both wearing Salt Lake City mm-hmm. PD shirts. We love Salt Lake City yeah. PD or something it like was that. So yeah. Cute. So cute. Well, I mean, the rest of our series hopefully won't be as like gut wrenching. Yeah, <laughs> gut wrenching to us as this is. Make sure that you go and see our website. It's brand new at yeah. we like coffee and about four Yes. And give us your comments and your questions. Yes, yeah, we love hearing from you. Exactly. Um, our next episode, if anyone wants to participate and send us anything, um, I'm thinking that we're going to do um, advice mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the public doesn't know too much about 911 dispatch yes. and how it actually is Even ran. works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a series of questions um, that have already been sent over to Submitted. me. Uh-huh. Nice. Oh, my goodness. And I'm going to go through those and we'll try to answer them as yep. best you can. Yep. Give it's you some be awesome tips series. for when you do have an emergency yes. situation to yes. how you can keep yourself calm mm-hmm. and how and you get help to you as fast yeah. as possible. Yeah. And exactly. what dispatch actually needs yep. right away from you. Yep. So we're going to interview awesome. 911 dispatchers. We're going to get mm-hmm. you some awesome stories to listen to. Mm-hmm. And we cannot wait. Yeah. So keep on listening. And again, we are also on um, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google yep. Podcasts, Spotify. Spotify. We have um, iHeartRadio. That's right. iHeartRadio, uh-huh. too. And several others. We're on mm-hmm. all your main platforms. If you guys want to sum- um, submit a review, a five-star review. Yeah, for, do it, please. But don't go lower than that. Yeah, Come on. Don't go low. Man, if you go hate high. us, just get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But <laughs> we are looking for reviews and five stars so that we can continue to make more episodes. Yep, and make them so better so, and better. Yeah, subscribe to us and do whatever you can to help support us all right thank you keep listening see ya